standing there at that table with Andy, with my growler, yeah, pouring him a beer, and he's and he, he asked me, he's like, you made this? And I was like, yeah, I made this in Arizona for you, and I brought it here, and I'm opening it right now nice. for you to try it. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Tap That AZ, the podcast that brings you the fascinating stories behind the exploding Arizona craft beer scene directly from the people who are making it happen. I'm your host, Eric Walters. In this episode, I sit down with Justin Cross, also known as the Alpha Ale for those of you who follow him on Instagram. Justin is a home brewing extraordinaire. This guy brews beers all the time, makes some pretty fantastic stuff, always streaming his processes live, very open about his process and very excited about beer. He's in the process of actually opening up his own brewery over the next year or so. So we're going to follow his journey. I want people to see what it's like to go from the idea of opening up a brewery to opening day. So sit back, grab a beer, enjoy the show. All right, I'm with Justin Cross. Justin and I have some pretty awesome stuff planned. We're going to do a, a little bit of a mini-series, Justin, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man, this is going to be pretty cool. So Justin is a man of many um, projects at this point. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, but before we start recording, he said that this is above and beyond everything else, family, um, finances, everything, this this little mini-series we're going to do, right? Oh, dude. <laughs> If the world ends, all I care about is you and a microphone. Ah, dude, that, that made my day. Um, <laughs> all right, that's the end of episode number one. Uh, we'll join you guys again. Uh, <laughs> that's a break. Let's get a beer. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to do a thing because Justin's in the process of um, open up a brewery, right? So there, there's a long history of you and beer, um, but your, your big picture mind at this point, you're looking at, at a brewery. So what we're going to do is over the course of, of the next several months, year, uh, we're going to periodically check in with you. Kind of, I want people to see what it's like from the idea to opening day, right? Opening up a brewery, right? So that's what that's what we're going to do, right? Instead of just showing up on the scene, here we are. Here's our beer. Yep. Here's our name. Yeah. Wh- why would people care a lot of the times? You know, it's just right. another another brewery. So yeah. There's a hell of a lot that goes behind it for for every brewery, not just mine. Yeah. So I think it's a really cool concept to to start when I'm at such an early stage, and we'll. We'll share it all along the way. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, well, now you were just telling me, so we're at Mesquite River today. Um, just finished up an episode with those guys. Um, but you said you grew up here, right? You grew up, like, like literally in this neighborhood. I did, within uh, definitely less than a mile. Nice, man. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's kind of just on the other side of uh, Greenway from here. Okay. So um, I wouldn't, like, ride my bike this far when okay. I was a kid. Yeah. But, you know... Um, <laughs> Yeah, my dad used to bring me down over here to the Taste of Chicago. We get some char dogs, some hot dogs right there. Like, you know, that was like a like a weekend treat if I helped him like cut the grass and chop some trees down or whatever we yeah, were doing. Yeah. You know, that was like a <laughs> nice. thing as a kid. You're like, oh yeah, we're going to Taste of Chicago. You know, <laughs> it was just awesome. It's just a hot dog. But um, yeah, this is pretty much my backyard. Um, so it's pretty cool. I got my wife and kids right now. They're shopping over at the Scottsdale Quarter. Oh, it's dude, fir- my wife loves that place yeah. too. Yeah, it's the first yeah. time they've been there. You know, but like uh-huh. for me, like I've driven down. You know these roads a thousand times. I got my first speeding ticket on Greenway. Oh, you really? know, so this is kind of funny uh, yeah. being back in like my backyard. But the family is like almost you know it's new to them. Right, it's right. Cool. Yeah. So, um, so you grew up here, uh, but then you you lived in California for a while, right? Yeah. So the only reason I left is because I joined the Navy after high school. Okay. So yeah. um, 
really had no intentions of leaving. Yeah. Um, and really, ever since I left, I always wanted to come back. But okay. I left for the Navy. I was in the Navy for four years. Okay. And then um, my plan was to get out and come back here to go to ASU, get a degree here, um, and just do whatever, you know, find something to do here. Yeah. Um, but I put my uh, resume on Monster and ended up getting a job at Lockheed Martin in California. Okay. So yeah. that's what kind of sucked me into the the black hole of security and a corporate job uh, and all that yeah. type of shit. So yep. I was actually there for 10 years. Um, and almost every one of those 10 years, I was always telling people, yeah, another year, just another, just, uh, then it was like, okay, let me finish my degree, you know, another two years, let's get this done. And, just, yep. and it just kept going and going. Then I got married Then we bought a house and it was just kind of like, I, I, I can't, I can't be stuck here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, Nice. Yeah. And you just, and that's interesting because that's what happens is you just say, oh yeah, just, you know, a little bit more time, a little bit more and time. before you know it's a decade. Right. I mean, right. what the heck? I know. You I know? was almost at a job for 10 years one time. Like yeah. I, <laughs> my last job, I was like nine and a half, I think it was. And I was like, all right, no, I gotta, I gotta do something different. Yeah. Um, but what I love about like when, when you and I first started connecting, cause it was through social media. That's right. how it was like, cause I had the idea months ago to say, I want to you know, uh, do mini series on breweries, right. right? And you always post up on Instagram your process at home brewing. So I was like, dude, are you opening up a brewery? And you're like, hell yeah! I'm like, here's my idea. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I love <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, it was awesome. So, um, so your heart behind it though? Um, you were on a podcast just recently. Um, Feed me, fuel me. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Feed me, fuel me with the yeah. guys uh, over in Scottsdale. Yeah, Jeff and uh, Durs. These guys are awesome. Yeah, it was yeah, a great episode too. Yeah, yeah thanks. I had yeah. a really good time doing that. This guy's like a podcast like veteran. Like you've been on multiple podcasts. It just I happens, know. I guess. You know, <laughs> right. people are really nice to me. You know, so I don't know. You know how to talk to a microphone. That's why I think oh, that's, okay. that's yeah. a skill. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but what was really cool when I listened to that episode um, was your heart behind it like you've got like you've got some drive and determination about you got a vision like you got a vision of, of what you want to do right absolutely yeah 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 there's, i mean there's a huge push behind what i do and uh probably the number one reason um i don't want to say it's not really myself my own drive i mean my drive is really end goal is to get my wife out of her job okay i was able to ditch aerospace um she wants to get out of it I want her to get out of it. She's uh, very, very good at what she does. She's technical mind. She's an engineer on the fighter jets out at Luke Air Force Base. Oh, wow. Nice. But she is one of those people that is also super artistic. Okay. She can draw a life-like uh, face or a dog, a landscape, or she can do these crazy abstract seven-foot-long abstract paintings out of oil and all this crazy. Like, wow. she's so creative that... Um, I really want to get her out of aerospace okay. and let's let that artistic side blossom because yeah. she's she's a pretty incredible person. So that's a big drive behind what I'm doing. Okay, gotcha. And you had some motivation too. That, and I think that was one thing that we really connected on too was uh, we're both huge fans of Andy Frisella and the MFCEO project. Totally. And you said that changed your life pretty much, right? Yeah, it did. So, um, you know, uh, reference my dad again. When I was growing up, he was always giving me kind of like motivation and business books and stuff. And I actually just found one of them yesterday. Um, one of the first books I think he gave me probably in middle school was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Okay. Um, yeah. So he was always kind of feeding me that kind of, you know, think outside the box type stuff and, uh, you know, work for yourself and leadership and motivation and stuff like that. Yeah. So even when I was in the Navy and when I was at Lockheed Martin, I was always looking for a way to like get away from that safety net and do my own thing. Okay. So, um, 
I started looking at first at a bar, but it was in California. I wanted to open a bar. Okay. Like I already I had a concept. I wanted to call it the Hangar, and um, I had like I already did the blueprints on the inside. This rough blueprints. I yeah. had like a menu and all this and that. And I was like, our little town that we're in, my the bar would have just taken over the other ones that were there. I know okay. it would have been killer. Right? Yeah. So I started thinking about that, but then it was kind of like, well. I don't want to be in California. I want to get yeah. back to Scottsdale or Phoenix or whatever, somewhere in Arizona, right? Right. And um, so at the time, a family member came over and is like, well, hey, how about instead of this thing, I know a guy that's like, I know a guy that's like, you know, thinking about a brewery out in Arizona. How about you guys get together? So we did. Yeah. We started talking about it. I was like, you know, what? I think we can freaking do this. Yeah. And I think it was probably just a few months after that was when... Um, the first MFCEO project came out. Uh, okay, and I, yeah. I found uh, Andy, his podcast, I think on like episode two or three. All right. And so I went right yeah. back and I listened to them all. And uh, one of the things that stuck with me, and I, I tell everyone this, is the episode, I don't know what number it was, when he was talking about being a freaking mouse in the corporate maze. Like, you're literally just, you're placed in that maze every day and you just go through and you just try to get out and that's your whole life. I was like, that's fucking me. Yeah. I was like, it, 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 it hit you in the heart. It did, yeah. you know? And those 10 years when I was in aerospace, I had a couple of different jobs, but I, I lived in the same area and I pretty much worked in the same, with the same people, you know? But I was always, I always felt like I was confined, okay. you know? Yeah. And uh, even when I had a, um, a couple jobs that helped me progress and I, you know, I was getting, getting paid some nice salary, nice benefits, and I was able to do pretty much my own thing for a little while, you know, as far as like leading a crew and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It was never what I really wanted. Yeah. It was never back to the stuff my dad got me started on with, you know, you know, being your own person and yeah. taking your own, you know, responsibility for everything yourself. You know what I mean? Right. So I started listening to Andy and I was like, this guy's fucking talking to me. I'm that mouse. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so once I uh, met with that guy about the brewery, we decided, hey, we're going to do it out mm -hmm. in Arizona. So I was like, all right this is the kick in the ass I need to get my family out of California yeah. and get back to Arizona. Cause I'm not going to obviously open a brewery from another state. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Right. And so, uh, that was kind of the motivation to then, um, go and start brewing. Okay. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to open a brewery unless I know everything about beer. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that'll do it cause they just think it's fun. They like to drink. Yeah. They think it's a good profitable business, which it's hard to make a profit yeah. from what from what I understand, you know? Right, right. People don't get into it, get rich. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, they don't do it to get rich, exactly. I say, yeah. So I went down and learned uh, how to make beer right away, and I just jumped in. And I was like, hey, uh, Dylan, bearded brewer, like, I need to learn how to make beer, but I need I need you to help me, like, leapfrog a few a few years here. You okay, know? Yeah. I don't want to start with this kit over here and make some freaking sugar water bullshit. Right. Like, <laughs> so I just started yeah. with all-grain brewing and just went right into it. Okay, yeah. And then... Um, after a little while of that, um, Brian at Lucky Luke in Palmdale was uh, kind enough to give me a job at Lucky Luke Brewing Company. Okay. So nice. I started off as a bartender, and I was delivering kegs for him from time to time. And then eventually he uh, moved me in the back um, to be like an assistant brewer and cellarman and just kind of everything, dude. Okay. So I Learning uh, all aspects of it. Dude, all yeah, logistics. They, those guys are so yeah. cool to me. Like Brace, uh, Brian, Sam, Jen, everyone that worked there, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, but they, they basically 
kind of took me under their wing to show me everything about a brewery. Okay. Which is just all incredible. aspects. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. You know, everything from like being in the cold box for like four hours straight, filling kegs, yeah. you know, freezing my ass off, <laughs> right. to uh, actually brewing on the 10 barrel system, yeah. to, um, you know, milling the grain, like all, everything. Right. Um, so they were really cool. And Brian even helped me out a lot with, uh, Show me like kind of how the finances of a brewery work. Okay. Um, which is you know a really big eye opener. You know, show me how everything broke down to per cent per pour. Wow. You know what I mean? So That's precise. Oh, very precise. Yeah. You know? So if you're gonna add, you know, one more person to the staff, here's what it's gonna do to your bottom line, and now that beer costs this much more to make. Yeah. Which. It's the way I think it should be done because instead of just winging it and just being like, oh, fuck, how come we don't have any money? Well, right. well there's, there's a reason. Right. You yeah. Know? Do you know yeah. what the reason is? Yeah. You know? That's interesting, so. too, because I don't think people think about that part of it. And that's sometimes, I think, what people struggle with in, in any type of business, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, I know how to cook. I'm going to open up a restaurant. There's way more mm-hmm. that you got to understand than that. It's all. Absolutely. It's more than about making beer. It's it's a business. You know what totally I mean? Totally Yeah. So that's why I started with, like, okay, I need to make beer. Yeah. And then I was like, well, now I want to get industry experience. So yeah, that's why I was happy to do everything from delivering kegs, you know, swapping them out at restaurants. Um bartending and brewing and festivals and all that type of stuff and on top of that you know i jumped in and did the first level cicerone i'm still studying for my certified cicerone now okay um but then i took a course at san diego state university it was called start your own brewery okay i think it was like eight days which is super killer so i've really just been trying to like cover every aspect that i can yeah of this industry and learn as much as i can from you know brewery owners from brewers from beer drinkers really because i mean yeah. you need to make something that's going to sell so yeah you know what i mean that's not my excuse to drink a lot but <laughs> right but in a way it kind of is you yeah. know what i mean if everyone's freaking out about this beer from mesquite river or wilderness or whatever yeah i need to try it to know if it's just hype and it sucks right or if it's amazing and i need to figure out how to make it yeah yeah you know? interesting man yeah interesting there was a i think it was jimmy fallon where he writes those thank you notes and it said, like, thank you, craft beer, for making my alcoholism seem like a neat hobby. Uh, yeah, a neat <laughs> right? little hobby. That's yeah. right. Because <laughs> that's for me, too. You know, I tell people, uh, I took an Uber here today. I had to get my car fixed. I had to take yeah. the brake place, so I had to get an Uber to here. And the lady's like, what are you doing today? And I told her. She's like, uh, she's like, oh, wow, that sounds rough. She's like, that sounds like a tough gig. I'm like, yeah, I got to go talk to people about beer and drink yeah, beer. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm a journal. I'm a journalist, like, first, you know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But, um, okay, so MF CEO, we talked about him. He actually drank your beer. Andy Frisella drank your beer, what, two weeks ago? He did. Dude, that is awesome. Like, yeah. when I, saw, I was so jealous when I saw that on your uh, – Justin's super active on Instagram stories. I love it. You're like my, my – my inspiration for I want to get to that level because you're so good <laughs> with awesome. it but I saw that I'm like this dude got to drink beer with Andy Priscilla so tell me about that so the way that went down is um, I should say like the other thing another probably most of my time right now along with this beer stuff is uh, I'm opening up a nutrition store called Peak Nutrition okay so uh, James Stratman is the owner of that I'm kind of like his guy that's going to be leading the business so I'm very involved in the fitness industry also okay um, but um I'm also like a, 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 an outside sales rep for a company called First Form out of St. Louis. Okay. So, which Andy Frisella owns. Right. So, um, one of the things that they do every year is they throw a big party in St. Louis, and it's called Summer Smash. Okay. So, I yeah. went out there with a good friend of mine, Corey, uh, Corey Doris, 
And um, when Corey invited me, like I wanted to go, but Corey kind of like pushed me over the edge, like, let's go, dude. I got a ticket if you want it. Let's make it. I was like, all right, we're freaking going. Yeah, yeah. And it was just enough time. I was like, you know what? I'm going to brew my blonde beer to take Andy and those guys. Yeah. Because they're out in St. Louis. They like drinking uh, Bud Light, Budweiser, kind of. Stella. He's a huge Stella fan. Stella, right? Yeah. Just kind of blonde beers, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring him my version of a fucking blonde beer, right? Yeah. So I did. So I brewed it up. (laughs) And then uh, the day that we got on the airplane, um, went over to my kegerator, uh, took my vacuum-sealed growler, yeah. filled it with blonde ale, and flew it out there, stuck it in the fridge in the hotel. And then um, when we went to the Summer Smash event, I brought my backpack. Okay. And I went and got some cups that were, they were using for, like, protein samples. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because it was a big fitness event. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, I need, I need a stack of these, right? Yeah. Um, but, but you're right, man. I was able to... Um, to give it to Andy, give it to his brother Sal. Yeah. I gave it to, uh, had a beer with Derek Wieda, um, Mr. No Donuts here, like a whole bunch of like really big fitness people, right? Yeah. Um, it was kind of crazy. I, I think, I know what you're getting at. Like standing there at that table with Andy, with my growler. Yeah. Pouring him a beer. And he's, and he, he asked me, he's like, you made this? And I was like, yeah, I made this in Arizona for you. And I brought it here, and I'm opening it right now nice. for you to try it. Yeah. You know? And that, that's the second time I was able to meet and talk to Andy. I'd met him a few yeah. months before in St. Louis again. Okay. Um, and I briefly got to tell him my story there about the mouse and the maze type thing that yeah, I just told yeah. you, you know? Uh-huh. Did um, he remember? Like, he remember meeting you? I mean, he... he I mean, he knows who I am now. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 Sure. Gotcha. Um, I mean, I don't, like, text him or anything, but you know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. There's, there's like, yeah, I think yeah. there's some facial recognition yeah, yeah. there, you know? Yeah, and he's um, a good guy, too. Like, he, he is. He cares about people. I mean, you can you can tell, so. Oh, dude, like, yeah. the, the first time I met him, man, like, I can't tell you how genuine and how nice he was. I was almost, like, kind of surprised, you know what yeah. I mean? Because, like, such a big, big-name dude, like, and, you know, he's so, like, harsh in the voice and just like cut and dry yeah but no dude like the first time i met him he was all about hearing my story all smiles like yeah let's freaking take a pic like it was just amazing you know that's I mean? awesome man. so yeah. uh yeah i'm so i bring my blonde beer for him right and um i'm pouring my glass and yes i made it you know i brought from arizona all this <laughs> and that and he tries and he's like oh that's fucking good you know and i was <laughs> yeah. like yes you know yes. i knew it would be i brought a beer that i knew was going to be solid yeah right? yeah um and so it was just super cool because you know, rewind back whatever it was, two and a half years, two years, something like that ago, when I first found his podcast, I don't even know if I was making beer yet. Oh, like, it might have okay. been like maybe right before that time, something yeah. like that. I don't, I'm pretty bad with timelines, right? right? <laughs> That's right yeah. You know, but basically, I, off of like what he was feeding my brain about, you know, doing your own thing, yeah. get out of that fucking maze, and that was, you know, equated into my brewery thing. Right. Based off of, you know, his kick in the butt. I quit both of my jobs at Lockheed and Lucky Luke, wow. sold my house, moved my family to Arizona, actually ended up leaving one stepchild behind who's about to finish high school. Like, okay. it was a big fucking deal, like, yeah. to move out here for, for this thing, you know? Yeah. So now here I am, after being in Arizona now, like, another over a year now, um, again, Yeah. <laughs> to be there, like, full circle with my growler, standing there in St. Louis, like, just standing there bullshitting with him, pouring him my beer, like, yeah. I, you know, it's kind of almost like you made this happen, right? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, wow, like, yeah, that's interesting. And I haven't really yeah. got to, I haven't got to explain to him like that level of, you know, his influence, uh, like, of uh, influence yeah. to come around like that. But that's what it was. I mean, it yeah. was literally like me in the gym in Lancaster, California, hearing this shit, and like, I'm gonna make this happen, and then just right. 
you know, just keep execute, 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 execute. And yep. finally, here I am pouring in my beer and he fucking liked it. Yeah. It was just like, I think I'm done. I'm done. Like, right. I, think yeah. I, I think I did what I wanted yeah. to do. I won. Yeah. I won, yeah. Do, do I stop now or what? Because that yeah. was, you know, yeah. it was incredible. It really was. But for someone like you, that's fuel, though. That's just, you oh, know, man. someone may, you yeah. can't get to that level without having that drive because you're just going to you're gonna keep going. Oh. That's just fuel to be like, all right, cool. Dude, I'm I left the right there path. with so much fire under my ass. It was just yeah. ridiculous, you know? Yeah. So I really came back with uh, with a vengeance for, you know, everything from the, this the, uh, peak nutrition, from the fitness we're doing, um, the beer that I'm doing with my brewing, and uh, another thing that I'm doing to merge it together, you know, uh, it's just. What do you, what, and to explain that, because uh, that, that's, that's just getting rolling, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So there's actually uh, two sides to it. Um, Basically, Brutrition, which you've been kind enough to help me out with the podcast yeah, absolutely, thing. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Um, basically, I'm trying to merge. I'm not trying to. I'm merging the two industries, fitness right. and beer, right? Which are completely, in most people's eyes, completely unrelated. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. You know, because if you are, let's just take Instagram, for example. If you're a fitness person and you're always posting about, you know, protein and, and push-ups and flexing and healthy eating and hydration, whatever it is, Right. Right. Chances are you're not going to be talking too much about beer. Right. <laughs> Just because, I mean, beer's kind of dif- more difficult to work into a diet, and yeah. it doesn't exactly fit the most extreme fitness lifestyle. Right? right. And it's one of those things normally they would say that's the first thing to cut out. Some people cut out just that, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. There's, there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, really heavy in the fitness industry that don't drink. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you take the other side, guys that are all beer, right. like let's just use our buddy uh, Luis right there, right. Right, the classy alcoholic. Yeah. He only posts and talks about beer, which right. is fine. That's yeah, his thing, yeah. right? But think about trying to get Luis, a guy who wants to get in shape because he felt like he was overweight and mm-hmm. kind of just sluggish and all that type of stuff. Yeah. The last thing a guy like him is going to do is going to go to some $100 a month personal trainer in Scottsdale in a, in a big shiny gym full of just vein bulging people and just <laughs> right. beautiful women and stuff. Yeah. That's not probably not going to happen for a lot of people. Right. So that's I think that's one of the reasons why they stay so polarized because a lot of fitness people at least won't admit that they like beer. Right. And a lot of the beer people don't know how to do the fitness thing so they just kind of all just stick to my beer stuff right yeah neither want to cut out the one right like i want to get in shape but i don't want to cut out beer right and like i want to like i would like to drink beer but i don't want to get out of shape so it's like it's almost it's but what i love about what you're doing it's not uh um, an or question does that that make sense like it's not this or that it's like what can we do to have this in there right because it's possible right yeah so so there's two things one thing that i'm doing with my buddy elliot uh he's the apartment bartender on instagram okay yeah starting an apparel company called earn your booze okay and it's basically that just earn your booze whether it's beer wine alcohol whatever it is earn it right go to the gym go hike go run with your dog do push-ups in your living room whatever it is do something to you know help your body deal with in taking these tasty deli- <laughs> right. you know, drinks. What you're about to do yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So yeah. there's that, but then the other, the, the big the big one that, you know, is you've been helping with a lot is brutrition. Right. So, you know, brewing, nutrition, brutrition. Yeah. Somehow the name wasn't taken, so I filed for the trademark. Yeah. You know, we're going for that. And, nice. um, and that's really to merge the two industries. And so I've been kind of like uh, helping uh, people in the beer industry get in shape. Yeah. You're one of them. 
Yeah. I still owe you your sheet. Hey, that's right. I got the, the, the seed that's been planted. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, luckily you're a smart guy. You know what you're doing. Right. That doesn't that doesn't mean no one else is a smart guy, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Luis, I'm smarter than others. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely smarter than Luis. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'll be one of the next episodes. You'll yeah. see really how dumb Luis is. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's awesome. Exactly. He's awesome. So yeah. that's kind of fun, you know. I'm able to, like, take my passion with, um, with first form and peak nutrition and just, you know, uh, what I like to do with, uh, you know, exercising and health and stuff and merge it with everything else I like to do, which is brewing and drinking beer and yeah. beer business and all that type of stuff and kind of bring them together. And um, I've kind of, like, found myself in the middle, which is a good thing, of, of like, this person that the beer side is willing to reach out and talk to about fitness. Right. And the fitness side is willing to ask me and, you know, beer recommendations and stuff like that because yeah. I – Luckily, I'm able to keep myself in good enough shape to fit in over here, right. and I have enough beer knowledge and beer passion to fit in over here. So it's kind of a yeah a middle lane type thing. You're introducing cool. those two people yeah. to get that middle school dance, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, like, I remember hey, she thinks you're cute. You know? <laughs> exactly. It's okay. That's right. He's okay. Yeah, the beer's okay. Yeah. Uh, well, like James, for example. Like so, when I first met that dude's jacked. That dude is he's totally. jacked. Super cool dude though. The first time I met him was at Helton for their one-year anniversary. Right. And he's got good taste in beer, too. And when we, when I was there uh, helping you guys get set up with the nutrition thing, you had Pueblo Vida. Um, there was one, I can't remember where it was from, but, but he ten. was tasting the beers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the 10. Yeah. Um, but um, so he, has he been a guy that's always been into good beers, or were you that segue? No, not really. Um, he's always liked good beers. Okay. Um, but really, until he met me, um, he never like looked into like how do, how do you make a beer? Yeah. And what makes this flavor in a beer? The science and, and stuff like that. It, yeah. Um, but since we've been talking, he's he's kind of like jumped in. Okay. Like he's always always like reading, always looking at yeah. you know instructional videos, always asking me this and that. Yeah. So that's kind of the theme of our podcast is like he's a nutrition and like like human science like guru like okay. for real yeah like. like like terms I don't even know about, like peptide shit in the body. You know what I mean? Like right. he can break stuff down. He's yeah. very, very knowledgeable. Yeah. But he's, you know, loves good beer, like you said. So that's kind of the theme of like the Brutrician podcast is like me bringing him beers, ingredients from beers, talking about beers. I know a decent amount about fitness as well, but he can really dive in. So right. just kind of like having something new to talk about in the beer world. Right. You know, and, and also merging that fitness industry again. Yeah. And that's not out there, man. That's, that is not out there. It's no. like, it's, it's, it's two polar opposites. So I love that, that you're doing that. Um, and we'll, we'll kind of keep tabs on that as we're going through this, this, this series that we're doing too. Uh, but tell me about the global brew coalition, right? Is that yeah. GBC? GBC. Yeah. This, so I didn't, when you first explained it to me, like, I, sometimes I zone out, right? So when things get complicated for me, I seem like I'm listening, but I'm just like, uh, what? Like, so I think the first time you explained it, I kind of got it. Um, but then when I listened to it again through that last podcast you did, I'm, I understood it. Right. I love the idea. So explain what, what GBC is. So the GBC um, kind of happened on accident. Uh, you know, a good accident, kind of like yeah. pizza back in the day. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of the things I was doing, like you mentioned Instagram, I, I use the shit out of Instagram, whether it's stories or whatever. Yeah. Um, I started doing Instagram live on, especially on brew days. Excuse me, little little beer burp there. <laughs> I know, especially on brew days. Yeah. And so, you know, like while, while I'm mashing or it ain't, well, boiling, whatever it is, I would just start going live. Okay. And I would just talk to people, you know, I'd show them my system, talk about what I was brewing see what other people are up to you know right and uh one day i was just like hey uh 
where are you guys from? You know, just I don't know why. I just asked. Yeah. Where are you guys yeah. from? And I couldn't freaking believe. I think we had about a dozen different countries of people on there. Like, I'm like Australia, Norway, Germany, Spain, wow. Switzerland, Canada, okay. Mexico, like all over the place. And I was like, what the fuck? Really? Like, who are these? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and that's when it really dawned on me, like how incredible this little device is right. in front of me, right? So yeah. I was like, you know what? How do we take this to the next level of like, just talking and getting involved with more people in the beer community that are outside of just my Phoenix, Scottsdale, Tempe area. Right. right. And so I was like, hey, what do you guys think if I was to make like uh, a Facebook group or something, right? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, that'd be great. Let's do it, right? So, all right. So long story short, that spawned the Global Brew Coalition. Mm -hmm. And it's basically a Facebook group. Um, you know, I'll pretty much let anybody in there yeah. as long as you're not just, you know, some bot or some dickhead trying to sell <laughs> some, you know, salad spinners or something. <laughs> right. But, uh, but basically, you know, if, uh, if you're just a beer enthusiast or if, especially if you brew beer, yeah. if you go in there, you can, you can write, you know, post up like, Hey, I'm thinking about adding this to my beer. What do you guys think? Yeah. Or I'm thinking about buying this new piece of equipment. Has anyone used it? And you're going to get answers not just from people in your general area, like you might with a normal homebrew club. Yeah. But you'll get it from all those countries I just listed. Yeah. And just people from, you know, even if you're in Arizona, you might get your answer from someone in Texas yeah. or Utah or some small island in Switzerland. Yeah. You know, it's just. Yeah. And it's and just different kind of, styles and different approaches. Yeah. And, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it's uh, just like anything else. Like, I have big plans for that. But it's just I need like you know two more of me yeah. and like eight, ten more hours in the day. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So um, very happy to uh, be going along with the GBC, and I have some big things I want to do with it. Um, they're just taking a little longer than I've always hoped. Of yeah. Everything. Yeah. Right. Right. Everything. Yeah. But what I what I was interesting. It's like so. What I want people to understand. It's not just a group. Hey, let's let's do this. You've got like something set up for like homebrewers, right? That like the like insurance and like this yeah. is like. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So one of the things that, um, you know, is difficult about going from being a home brewer, going into the commercial brewing scene, like, because that's where a lot of, uh, you know, breweries come from, right? Is right. Someone's been brewing for a long time and they want to open a brewery. Yeah. One of the hardest things to do is when you're home brewing, even if you have the best pale ale on earth, which I like to think I have one of them. <laughs> like, I, I'm very proud about my pale ale. He's looking around. He's looking yeah. around like, yeah, yeah. I really, I'm. I've dialed that thing in. I really like that one. I haven't tried it. I've tried the blonde, right? right. That's right. That's you haven't had, had that one yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's going to be it. I'll do a big batch of that one next. Okay, nice. But, you know, it's difficult to go from being a home brewer to get your beer out to people that are not just, you know, your friends and family. Right. Because yeah. it's like, because you can't sell it, you yeah. know? You can't yeah. sell your beer unless you have a liquor license. Okay. You can't get yeah. a liquor license until you have a commercial spot and you do all this other shit and now you're half a million dollars or whatever, right? Right. So it's like... There's got to be another way to get that out there. Mm -hmm. So found a loophole, if you will, that basically a homebrew club can hold meetings and you can give your beer to other homebrew or homebrew club members. Yeah. But it can also go to non-members. Uh -huh. like, but it has to be given away. Right? Given away. You can't, yeah. You can't sell it. Yeah. So I was like, hmm. And that basically just led into me getting uh, liquor liability insurance for the Global Brew Coalition. Okay. So now if we have an official GBC homebrew club meeting, mm -hmm. like you, if you held it at uh, uh, a gym or... Which you've done. You've done gyms yeah. like the, the Rock, the rock yeah. Gym, right? Black Rock, yeah. yeah. And my friends own that uh, rock climbing gym. 
that place is so awesome. They're doing yeah. really good. Nice. I love that spot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you do it at a gym or, you know, maybe you have a friend that owns a freaking clothing shop or if you just rent some spot out for your meeting and you advertise, okay, well, people can come in and, you know, you have to check IDs and all that type of stuff, but right. you can get the beer out. Yeah. I, I haven't seen anyone else do that. No, no. I've I mean, never heard of that. No, because yeah. otherwise, I mean, the only people they're going to try, like for me, like my beer is whoever invite over to my house. Yeah. And, you know, family or neighbors and stuff like that. And that's about it. Yeah. Because how else, what are you going to do? You're going to, hey, even if I don't know you, if you live in somewhere, anywhere in Phoenix, come to my personal home and try my beer and say <laughs> hi to my kids. Like, eh, I don't know about that. You know? That is a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're not going to, and the people you will attract are the people you don't want at your yeah. house, right? Yeah. People, hey, where's the beer at? <laughs> where's the beer? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. So that, that's another, that's one of the things that I, I want to, um, put a little more time and effort on and get going in other states okay gotcha it's really not for my not for me necessarily for my benefit like i'll take advantage of it here right but you know i know there's a lot of people in the gbc that are doing their own brewery planning Mm -hmm. in other states right so you know if somebody in utah wants to hold a meeting and do the same thing and get some more feedback from people they've never met before yeah i think that's a great way to do it and really the liquor liability insurance isn't isn't necessarily necessary you could just give it away and just I mean, who hasn't right. given someone a, a beer? You know right. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But it's just uh, I kind of always trying to do things the right way. Yeah. You know, always trying to like play devil's advocate. Always trying to like look out for something that might bite me. So yeah. I think that's a good way just to have that extra layer of you know safety or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That, that makes sense. And that, once again, it's that business mind, right? It's that, yeah. Because I mean, yeah. it, let's say I'm trying to open a brewery, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm if I hold one of these events at a gym somewhere. And somebody is an idiot and falls down and, like, breaks their arm and, like, sues me. That's going to most likely affect my ability to get a liquor license. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? That's true. Yeah. So um, I don't want to do anything even remotely shady. So I spent, I can't tell you how many hours I spent looking into this insurance type thing. And that's kind of where it ended up. Yeah. That's interesting, man, because I would, like, three minutes into looking at insurance stuff, I'd I'd probably fall asleep. Oh, it's so boring. (laughs) Oh, my God. Right. It was not. Oh God! And so many people know. No, we don't do that. We don't do that. Here's another number. Here's another number. Uh, yeah. And eventually, I just I was on the Brewers Association website, yeah. and I was like, reading about homebrew clubs, and I was like, I have a freaking homebrew club. What about yeah. that? So I called the person on there, and I'm like, Yeah, you're good. So yeah. I sent in my roster, and it just. Yeah, Thanks, man. that's good. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. So, all right, well, next episode, we're to, I don't want to get too much into the brewery because that's that's what sure. we're, we're going to be doing. So um, next episode, we're going to talk about where you're at with opening up this brewery. Um, but you guys want to do yourselves a favor. Follow Justin on Instagram. You're mostly active on Instagram, right? You do yeah. Facebook, too, but Instagram is like your, your bread and butter, right? It is. So it's how do people a, find you? The Alpha Ale. The Alpha Ale. Yeah, so <laughs> it was my initials and my dog's name, Did you see Jaeger, for a yeah. long time. Um, but I just changed it. it again. It's kind of merging fitness and yeah, and beer. You know, the you alpha know? ale. The I alpha love it, ale. Man. So it's yeah. yeah, the underscore alpha underscore ale. But whatever, it'll come up if you just type in alpha ale. Awesome. Um, then on uh, Facebook, I'm uh, Justin Cross, C R O S S. And I'll put I'll put your stuff in uh, on on the show notes it. of this. So if okay. you guys click on that, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, just uh, Global Brew Coalition. If you want to check us out on uh, Facebook. Yeah, as long as you're not uh, selling, would you say salad salad spinners, spinners. which um, are good unless it's a really good salad spinner. I just have too right. many. <laughs> Right. Awesome. I don't need another one. <laughs> all right, dude. Well, hey, we'll, we'll get back to uh, to you in the next episode, all right? Awesome, buddy. All right, man. Cheers.
Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. Stay tuned. About every two months or so, I'm going to follow up with Justin, kind of see how the progress of this brewery is coming. And um, hopefully when opening day comes, we'll all be there to celebrate with Justin. In the meantime, if you guys are enjoying the show, do me a favor. Tell a friend. Let's spread the word a little bit. Tell a friend who you think might enjoy the show. If you're feeling up to it, go to iTunes. Give me a rating and review. I truly appreciate any support that you can provide. Uh, Next episode, I'm going to go to a brewery that's making some pretty awesome beers. And I love beer so much, but I also love food so much. And this place's food is unreal. So stay tuned. In the meantime, always remember, stay awesome.